We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a Yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. I, I, I want to like acknowledge, uh, can I just acknowledge Black Lives Matter? Can we just start with that? I feel like, I know it sounds like political, but like, yeah. I think like as a, as a, since we are putting stuff out in the world, I think that we should at least put that out as a thing. Like, I think if you listen to the shotcast at all, you will know how we feel about that. But I think we should put that out. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that has gone on since the last time we did a shotcast. I can't, I can't remember the last time we did a shotcast. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. And so there's lots of things that are going on. And I, I agree. Like we should acknowledge the, the shift in for the better, quite frankly. But I think if you, if you listen to shotcast, I think you already have a feeling. I mean, especially for what I do, right? And then, like, kind of, like, I mean, specifically the stuff that I do. And then, you know, also how involved you are with, you know, your kids and and, uh, with the school. I think that's that's important, too. Yeah, but I think it's also important to say. And so Black Lives Matter, uh, Shotcast certainly feels that way. Yeah. Are you you doing something special? Uh, unique in your school for that like i i you were you've been i know you've been like um uh doing some uh i don't know research or whatever well is it for a class you're doing well professional development yeah we um certainly our school is um looking into how uh and and doing more than looking into uh actually um taking action on how we can change our curriculum so that it is not, uh, so that so that incorporates many voices. Oh, that's great. That's um, awesome. and and I should incorporates the right voices, maybe I should right. say, right? Yeah. Not the white voices, the right voices. So right. No, I I heard what you had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, that's yeah. what we are looking at. Oh, well, that's excellent. I um, I'm glad you started. That that's good because I'm glad you started off with something because I don't I really don't have any kind of particular topic. Um, well, I, really, I, I mean that's I the th- so this is I think we are on season ten of the Shotcast. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Normally, whenever yeah. we have like an extended break, which is always, but I always like start it as a new season. So this is season yeah. ten, episode one, and and we've been doing this for a very long time, and um, nothing's changed. We are. No, we're true we to are. our roots. The one, yeah, the one thing you can rely on is that the shotcast is going to come out infrequently and um, be really not that interesting. Right, and <laughs> you can rely on that. Even after like all this time, we still have nothing to talk about. We still have no topic me, to really. You know do what anything. really frustrates me, and this may not be 
this is kind of getting off the topic, but you're saying that we've been doing this for a long time and that we, you know, okay. So our consistency, I would say is our biggest problem, but I, there are so many podcasts out there. Right. And I hear these podcasts, like, you know, you have, there's commercials for different podcasts now, right? right? I listen to what these podcasts are. None of them sound interesting. How, how, how are we, how did we not get on? I don't know. Podcast. Like how come, how come we're not on like some network? There are all these podcast networks. How are we not on a network? How, how are we not like sponsored by like a bunch of people? How can, like there are people that are full time podcasters. Right. We are not those like, people. What happened? I don't know. I mean, if I think if you, this is what makes me crazy, if you look back, I mean, how long have we been doing? I, I can't. I don't remember how long we've been doing this. We've been doing this for a very long time. I would um, imagine that we were one of the first podcasts ever. Yeah, I, if not the first. Podcast. If not the first podcast, well, maybe not because I. I will say that probably Kevin Smith was out there doing his podcast. That kind of like. Yeah. But I will say, like. You know, back then I was, I was like, I want to get my, you know, self in the media and just be kind of, you know, practicing these kind of media stuff. Cause I was working at the, the film center at that time. And I was like, yeah. we should, we should do this. And we started a podcast and, uh, and, and, and at that time, no one was, I, I remember that what I listened to the podcast on was like an, it, it, they don't even make them anymore. They, they it was a little Apple, uh, you know, like iPad, nano iPod, something. nano thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. even nano because I don't think they had the nanos out yet. It was like one of those little things, right? And that's – that the technology has advanced. We have not. You know what? Sometimes it's – well, you know what? I was just going to – in the world of Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, I was almost going to say that we've stayed consistently the same and that's a good thing. I don't know. I, right. You know what I mean? I think you do need to involve, and if that's yeah, involving the culture, involving the way you you know maybe you think, but maybe also evolving um, the technology and the way we we have a website. I, uh, we literally I pay every year for a website that hosts the Shodcast. You pay for that? Yeah, every year I pay for that. Uh, I need to give you some money then because that's ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you going. what's ridiculous, how I'm not making money off of this shotcast. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't know, I personally, I will say this, I personally have done nothing to advance the pod, the shotcast. Right. I've told a few people that I, that I do this, but like, that's about it. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, okay, so you tell a few people about the, the, the shotcast, they're like, okay, I'll listen to the shotcast. That doesn't get us anywhere, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We need to be on a network. And I listened, like, there's tons of networks out there. We were around before networks. We should have created our own network. We should That's have. That's the issue. We should have our own network. That's where we blew it. We, yeah. Instead of doing a shot cast all the time, we should, be, we should be running the network. We should be execs. Yeah. That would be, that would be, and then we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, meeting at any certain time and doing a shot cast and coming up with a topic to or coming, even coming up with the topic. You don't have to worry about that. So <laughs> that's, that's someone else's job, right. right? Our job is to run the network, right? That's what we do. We run the network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, how hard is that? It's not hard. Yeah. There's tons of networks out there. People are doing it. Yeah. I can do it. 
just don't choose to do it. Right. That's right. We should have chose to do it. Is what is right. probably what we're... we should have. But it, it to me, when I heard that this is when you just now told me, because I haven't been paying attention, when you just now told me that we were season ten, and we have been doing this for it, like decades, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, I, I, probably close. Yeah, I I guess I'm not really exaggerating when I said decades. I think about like we put out a quality product. We do put out a quality product. When it comes out. When it comes out. When it's out there, it is a quality product. Quality over quantity. That's exactly right. You want good stuff. This is like handcrafted, artisanal shotcasting or podcasting, right? Not some mass-produced stuff that you would get if you just go to any kind of mass-market, big-box store and pick out a podcast. That's not what we're giving you. Right. We're giving you artisanal, handcrafted well thought of artistic meaningful powerful powerful i dare say i would say powerful it. say it powerful podcasting and, and look, why that hasn't it, been brought up and why we aren't well more well known i think that's the artist's burden to bear right fair that is fair so struggling artists <laughs> i mean this is what happens you know, when you when you look for art, the artistic side of things and not just the mass produced, you know, let's get it out there to the to the general public. You know, that's what's going to end up happening. Well, there we have it. The whole the whole reason why the shot cast is in the basement as normal. But right, it's not our it's not our fault. No. It's the man holding us down. The The podcast, (laughs) the podcast, what, uh, industrial podcast complex. Right. (laughs) That's what's holding us down. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. Oh, well. These things happen. There's been a lot that's going on, though. I mean, in our hiatus, the pandemic uh, really has not, like, I, I, I mainly like having the podcast. Uh, so that I can talk about things that have happened in the world, like things that I've experienced. Right. You know, there's like the stories that happen and it's like an interesting thing. Uh, I, I literally just go from my room to the, my home office and that's my life. That is literally my life. Like there's, unless some, something comes into this route, into this house, there's no different experiences for me. I'm living like a groundhog day. Right. Well, I'll tell you this. The pandemic has has shown me that, you know, we can talk the talk on the podcast, on the shotcast about, you know, what would happen, uh, end of days, zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse, things like that. But when it comes down to it, when you have a pandemic and you got to, I mean, what am I, I'm, I'm not out there like, you know, on the run, uh, you know, with all my under my secret underground ba- bunker, right? Here I am. This well, is it. I mean, it's not yeah. as exciting as what I had planned for. You planned for an exciting pandemic. Well, yeah, I think I always plan at least a, at least something. Give me something. Instead, now it's just like, oh, this is very real and very dangerous, and so yeah, <laughs> it's not as fun. What can I say? Well, <laughs> well, I, it's also like like. The one, the thing that you can do, the best thing for you to do is not do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what, and so like, 
all right, so we just stay in and not do anything. And it's been just the same, 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 same. And I have always thought of myself as someone who is like, I could just go out in the woods by myself and just live there forever. Right. I'm finding that may not necessarily be as true as I once thought it was. <laughs> because it does seem that like interaction with people, believe it or not, is is uh, important. Are you saying that you're like uh, a human being? <laughs> no, I'm not going that far. Right? Okay. You misunderstand. Okay. You misunderstand. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that it is nice sometimes to be able to break up the day and not just sit in your cabin in the woods day after day after day, which I thought I could do easily enough. See, that's so weird because we, we're living in two different experiences. You're... I have like, you know, well, I have a, I have a lot that I did. I mean, I moved houses in the middle of the yeah. pandemic, which is not advisable. So I, my day is filled. I have a day filled with things. I have a, uh, you know, we had, uh, the school, um, had online learning. So I had to literally spend most of my time, um, not only figuring out how to teach that way, but then designing ways to teach that way and then also thinking about this fall uh rewriting all of my curriculum i have stuff to do man and it's not like like i'm sitting at home like just being like oh i have nothing to do today i wish no i wish i was in a cabin in the woods so i could just get this stuff done i don't i got a kid who's who um you know likes to play and i like to you know do stuff with her so i'm doing stuff with that i got everything going on here I'm I'm more busy now than I was before the pandemic. Okay, so here's so I wasn't talking about work because if you're talking about work, yes, I am right there with you as well. Like I have to convert every training that I do to a virtual training, which as you know, because you're doing the exact same thing, right. is not easy. No. It's much more complicated and much more difficult. And I have no idea what the future is holding and all the stuff goals and whatever that are required of me as well. So that's not the part I'm talking about. I'm talking about it is sometimes nice just to drive somewhere and eat somewhere that's not your own house. All right, that's, that's all fair. I'm talking about. That's like fair. I thought I would be fine with just every day just being in my and being in one spot. But like it is nice to be able to get outside every once in a while and go somewhere. And I did not think that would be something I would miss. Right. Like going to the CVS, uh, becomes a much bigger deal and is more exciting than was previous pandemic. Yeah. I like just walk, like there's a CVS that's across the street from my office. Right. And sometimes when I went to the office and sometimes it would just be like, Oh, you know what? I just need to take a break. I'm going to go downstairs uh, go across the street, go to the CVS and grab a Red Bull or whatever. Right. Right. It's like now I want to take a break. What do I do? I get up and walk outside the room of my house and then go back inside. It's like different. It's completely different. And I'm lucky enough that Heidi's parents, my uh, in-laws, have a huge lake at their property. And so that like we have on occasion just gone there for the day. And it's pretty sweet because it's like there's a lake. You can go fishing. You can do all sorts of stuff. See, this so is that's what I'm, decent. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. If we were in a pandemic with zombies, there'd be plenty to do. You'd be killing zombies all day. 
Yeah. But you, you remove get... the zombie element, what do you have? Nothing. Yeah, you, ju- you just have nothing. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you need... I think... I will say this. I think if I was actually... Instead of where I am right now, if I was at my in-law's place... And this is like the grass is always green, greener. I get that. I right. You know, I understand what I'm saying. But if I was like my, my in-law's place, where they have like a... a huge lake you can go fishing they have 40 acres of woods you can just walk around like to me that is much more desirable in a situation where you cannot leave your property essentially right than my situation which is a house and i've got a backyard and i've got a little bit of a front yard but i've got neighbors on both sides it's like i don't have the room where i can just be like hey i'm gonna go out for like half an hour and just wander See, this is see. You, I mean, I think you're talking about like Walden's Pond over here, right? Um, yeah, where, I do need a Walden's Pond. Yeah, where you could just be there and do your thing. So you're talking about you're being you're you're talking about cabin fever, man. You're not yeah, talking about like being in the. Got, yeah. See, that's where you got to. You're talking about cabin fever. You're not talking about being out in the woods in a cabin. You're talking about being stuck in the cabin because there's you know three feet of snow outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that three three feet of snow is COVID nineteen. You're right. For, uh, okay, okay maybe more than three feet. I guess three feet is. Let's talk. Let's six feet of snow. Seven feet. That's seven. Feet. Let's not? go. Why it's not? imaginary. Let's go seven, eight feet. Who cares? Eight, yeah, who cares? <laughs> you got lots of snow. Let's just put it that yeah. way. And you're stuck in the cabin, instead of being able to wander and uh, philosophize on uh, the world. Right. The, actually, if you're talking about Walden Pond, it's basically he's just philosophizing. What philosoph? He's he's uh, expounding. Let's say that he's expounding about really about the. We'll go back to the Black Lives Matter. He's just expounding expounding on like the problems of a privileged whitehood, right? right. I mean, he was like he was pri- he was a privileged dude, you right? Know what I mean? Well, he was privileged enough to be like, I'm going to put everything on hold right now. And go into a cabin, and oh, by the way, people are just going to bring me food. My mom's going right. to bring me food every morning. Yeah. Right. So there's privilege. There's certainly privilege there. Not everybody can do that. Right. Right. Well, in any case, yeah, I am. That's what. That is what I'm going through. Like the social aspect, I can. I actually, I do miss going into work and seeing people every day, but. You know, with technology now, it's nice. I can talk to my parents. You know what I mean? Our parents, right? right? I mean, like, I can see them. I can. It's not the same thing as interacting with somebody, like, on a face-to-face basis, but it kind of is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, still hanging out, like, with uh, our, our group of friends. I mean, that's that's a fun thing to do. Right. So, maybe I'm not missing that so much. I'm just, I'm just, I don't like being confined. Right. It's essentially what you're saying is, like, it's like playing a video game of killing zombies with your friends and like online versus killing zombies with your friends out in the real world. Yeah, that's probably not exactly what I'm saying, but yeah, I understand where you're going. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like the difference between like you're doing it with your friends in the real world, in real time, in the real space versus hanging out like online doesn't isn't really the same thing. Well, you know what? Like, but there are a lot of people going into the woods now. What do you mean people are going into the woods? There's a lot of people like just camping, like campsites. Like, I don't know, like in Indiana, 
they've actually thought about shutting down and limiting the amount of people that can go into our state parks because like people are just destroying the campsites yeah. and state parks. I mean, they're just like destroying them, which got me thinking. I'm thinking like, you know, all the cryptids that live in the woods, right, right. that are constantly hiding. This is probably their like nightmare scenario. If you want to talk about zombies invading your like space, what if you're like a Bigfoot? You know what? I don't think so. I, I think this is a uh, this is almost like a best case scenario for them. Uh, I <laughs> I highly disagree. No. This is the this is the worst thing that could happen to them. No, this is the best case scenario because listen, normally people going in the woods, you know, a small amount of people going in the woods, they're like actively looking for the cryptids and like looking at nature and taking it all in. The people now going out, they're just trying to find, do something. They're just trying to find something to do. And so they're not looking for these cryptids. They're not looking for Bigfoot. They're just there. And I mean, Bigfoot could be literally right in front of them. They won't, can't even see him. No, well, yeah, but you're, it's still hiding in plain sight. Man. Hiding in plain it's sight. Still, it's still disruptive. It's like, it's like, I, here's the perfect analogy. And I'm so proud of myself for coming up with this analogy, like on the spot. You, you're, you live normally on a road, um, a country road. And there's a highway that's maybe a couple miles away. Well, now suddenly they're doing work on that highway, and they've got a detour now that's going past your house. So you lived generally in peace and quiet, and you could do every once in a while there'd be a car that would come through and whatever and disturb you. But now the detour runs right through your house. So everybody that would normally be on that highway is now going through your house, and it's it's making like the dust cloud. So your house is not covered with dust all the time. You've got to constantly be cleaning. You've got like all there's noise, constant noise. You got people maybe asking for directions or stopping at your house. They're maybe not looking for you directly, but now you're involved in this whole mess. That's what the cryptid. That's what like a Bigfoot's about. He's peacefully or she. They're peacefully in the in the woods just hanging out normally every once in a while you have somebody that's trying to look for them or whatever but now all of a sudden you've got this influx that's just like destroying their environment no that's that's the wrong way to look at it so you're looking at it like there's some people just minding their own business and then all of a sudden they get like people coming in and bothering them the cryptids are out there bigfoot's out there he's not minding his own business he is constantly on alert he is constantly watching his shoulder over his shoulder, right? Looking. Yeah. Somebody's looking for me. Somebody's looking for me. Now, all of a sudden, there's tons of people here. He can be like, oh, first of all, there's too many people here. I know exactly where they are, right? There's no kind of like look behind your back. He knows everybody's over there. They're minding their own business. As a matter of fact, they're so caught up with complaining about how crowded the park is that they're definitely not looking for me anymore. And now I can do my own thing without having now, to worry about like looking over my shoulder. His space is his space is now. First of all, if he's if he's worried that's right. About, that's a that's his space is limited in the first place. His space you know, was always using limited. The term he, it's a very gender specific term. Maybe we should use Bigfoot, like, the Bigfoot, the Yeti, the 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 cryptid. Their spaces, those folks, they were always. Uh, limited, and, and that's another thing. I can't say folks. I always put like a, I put too many like syllables in folks. I can't say I can't say folks. 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 Hey folks. Folks. Hey folks. Folks. I'll put like yeah, an L in right. there. Well, I mean, you can't. It doesn't uh, come naturally. That's why I, I say like trying. people or whatever. But anyway, yeah, the cryptids. People. Cryptids. I don't know if people. 
I don't know if addressing hey people, hey. I usually say, say filmmakers. Guys, if right? I'm in class, I say filmmakers. But that's besides the point. Yeah. The cryptids. They. There's two. The, pro- there's, the problem. They are there, you, and the they are. With you, your theory, right? The problem with your theory is that, like, oh, everybody's not paying attention. They're paying. They're too much involved with themselves, right? Which normally I would say is a good theory. Humans in general are are always too much involved with themselves anyway. They don't care about anything else, which is the problem. But I would say in this, they're encroaching on this cryptid's territory. Bigfoot is looking around. He's got less and less land. He's already kind of, or they're already on super high alert, right? Because of the, uh, because of the. Um, the issue where, where where they're trying to keep, you know, silent and quiet and out of sight. Now you've got all these people coming in. They're even more on high high alert. That's stress, right? And now you basically got them in cabin fever. No, well, Bigfoot has is now in cabin fever. That that may be that may be true, but I would argue that like a coyote, right? Coyotes have infiltrated uh, cities. You don't. You can't even. You don't even see them. You don't even notice them. Why? Because you're not looking for coyotes. Right. Right. Sometimes the for you to see something sometimes requires you to actually be for you to notice something. For you to see something requires for you to actually notice it and see it. Right. Uh, there's something called change blindness, where a perfectly obvious thing can change right in front of you, but you will not see that change. Because maybe you were paying attention to something else. Because there's so much information coming into your brain, right? I think we've talked about this on the shotcast yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about everything on the shotcast before. <laughs> but, but my point is, if you don't know what a Bigfoot looks like, first of all, or another cryptid. Who doesn't know? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Or another cryptid, right? If you're not actually looking for those things, they could be hiding in plain sight right in front of you. Especially with all the noise of... And noise, not just audio noise, but like visual noise of everything else happening because everything's become so crowded, right? Now, even if you were looking for Bigfoot, it's harder because you got like, you know, the Johnsons over there with their tents and their five kids screaming. And it's impossible to get out, you know, your your radar, your um, microphone gun to try to see where, you know, you might hear a Bigfoot noise because you got kids screaming all around. I will con- I will concede the point that for Bigfoot hunters. Or th- th- hunters is probably the wrong word. I don't think they're actually hunting Bigfoot for people that are crypt. Uh, cryptologists right. they're looking for these cryptids i would say that they probably have a tougher time because they have to deal with more of the crowds but i think you're not coming from it from you're coming from it from a perspective of the humans where i'm coming it from perspective of bigfoot bigfoot the stress level of of of, of a bigfoot is is at an all-time high are you trying to are you trying to tell me the experience of a Bigfoot? Of you sitting there I'm in Bigfoot your house and yes, you're I'm saying you, you're saying what what the experience of a Bigfoot is? How, look, how can how can yes, I will okay, I will say I will say uh, in light of the current culture, this may not be the best thing for me to be doing, especially as a uh, white male. But let me tell you this. If you are some, I can just say, I can just imagine if I am a creature that has been hunted and who values, and you can't argue the fact that Bigfoots value uh, secrecy. Okay. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, they're not interacting with anybody else. They value their secrecy. If they value that and they have all this this encroachment, that's a huge problem. That's put a lot of stress level on whether it's a Bigfoot, whether it's a human, whether it's a uh, another type of uh, animal. I'm talking about animals in general, which I include humans in. Right. When you encroach upon their territory and and confine them, which is what's happening with all these people that are coming into the parks, that puts a gigantic stress level on that individual animal, whether it be human, whether it be uh, you know uh, a coyote, or whether it be a bigfoot. Yeah, but I think a lot of a lot of our animals, uh, including humans, take advantage of that. I mean, look at and, and not and, and I should say it's not maybe not healthy advantage, but certainly if you have a lot of people coming into uh, you know Yellowstone National Park and uh, the bears are hungry and they're eating all the trash, that's an advantage for the bears, right? Not healthy advantage, but certainly people and animals can take advantage of that. And so what I'm saying is, why can't the Bigfoot, uh, the cryptids, adapt and say, well, wait a second. Uh, this is not necessarily a bad thing here because these people, not only one, are not interested in us anymore, um, but they're so involved with their other stuff that we can, we can, we can walk around and and be who we are. So, so I think the 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 you have me as a it's an interesting point you're making as far as whether the cryptids are interested in in us because I, there's a I think there are some cryptids out there. That absolutely, um, that absolutely are interested in um, staying out of sight, or maybe their interest isn't even human related, like the Mothman, right? right. The Mothman, but that cryptid just comes out basically to warn people about stuff, right? Right. So that's one, like Loch Ness monster, or like the giant turtle that's up in one of our lakes in Indiana, the cryptid that lives there. They're not really interested in like the, that the encroachment of humans doesn't bother them if i'm a yeti no big deal right there's people aren't people aren't going up into the himalaya mountains right now in fact that's probably a boom time for the yetis right but i'm talking specifically about bigfoot right i can't think of any other cryptids that would bigfoot relies on secrecy right bigfoot relies on uh you know being hidden in the forest right and now that those forests are being invaded by humans and whether or not those humans are looking specifically for bigfoot or not there's more of a chance that that he can be seen and there's he has to be more active in trying to hide it's putting more work on him or her or they well that's fair i mean i'm i'm i I definitely can see that there's more work involved uh with maybe like hiding but I, I still think the stress level goes down when you know where everybody is. If I know everybody's I, I, at the, you know, the the falls. Let me ask you this. Is this, do you, if you, I mean, would, would you say that right now is the time to go looking for a cryptid? Is now the time? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, well, that's interesting. I think, like I said, I think now you're going to run into crowds. You're going to be complicating things with like the noise of other human beings. But if you think like if all the human beings are here, where are there not human beings? 
that's where I'm going to go look, it might narrow down the search a little bit. So where are there not human beings right now? Well, I'm saying like you go to the park, right? I don't know where. Uh, there's a, uh, pick a park. Pick a, any pick any park you want. Nakamixon. Nakamixon Park, right. Okay. Where are most of the human beings going to be in Nakamixon Park? State park. Probably on the lake, right? They, on the lake. That's where they're yeah. going to go, right? You think about Lake Nakamixon, people are packing up there. So it's going to be crowded in what areas? It's going to be crowded in the lake. So if you're a lake monster, well, maybe, yeah, you have an influx. I can see that. I don't yeah. think there's a lake monster in Lake Nakamixon, but maybe there is. Well, you don't know. Who knows? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think I don't think so. I haven't heard any reports. So where is it going to be crowded? On the lake? Maybe on the shores of the lake? Definitely at the dock, the boating kind of like ramp, right? right? But everywhere else, you'll probably be... I mean, maybe people are playing frisbee golf there. Maybe not. I don't know. But the majority of people who are going there are going to the lake, right? So there's gotcha, other the woods. Gotta, the woods are going to be free. Well, that's interesting. Rather than a normal I, day when you have like, like, because this is what happens. People get uh, people get there and they're like, oh, it's too crowded, so I'm going to leave or go somewhere else, right? Yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, well, let me like find the and explore the hidden uh, places of Lake Nakamixon. That's not going to happen. What's going to happen is you're going to, it's too crowded. Like that's your first reaction. Whenever you go to the mall, it's too crowded. I've got to get out of here. You're not going to go like, well, let me, let me look at the store that I've never, you know, the candle store that doesn't seem to have anybody in it because no one goes to the candle store. The candle store is the most crowded place. All right. Well, I don't don't know. I don't go to the mall, but let's just say (laughs) that's where you go. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think that's a good point. Like I, I made me think of like, what about all these like uh, summer camps, right? There's like no summer camp. Yeah. Are kids going to summer camp right now? No. So you got a whole bunch of summer camps in the Poconos, right? Mm. Or maybe like the Catskill Mountains right. or whatever. That's probably an excellent place to look for crypt. If you're a cryptid, right? If you're a Bigfoot or any other type of like humanoid cryptid, right? Wouldn't it be awesome to like be sleeping in like a cabin? That's right. I mean, that's what that's exactly right. And that's what I was talking about. Like, sure, you have an influx of people, human beings in these like um, these these national parks, these parks all over the place. But what you don't have is you don't have the summer camps happening. You don't have the big, you know, I don't know if Boy Scout camps are happening. I think maybe they are, but probably not as intently. Right. Not as many people are there. So now you got a place besides who cares? A bunch of Boy Scouts see you. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's that. It's not Boy Scouts anymore. It's Scouts. Sorry. Is it? I don't even know. It's Scouts. Yeah. It's, okay. Scouts see you. It's it's fine. Whatever. They have a because who's gonna be? Oh oh, a bunch of Scouts come back and they tell their Scoutmaster, oh, we saw Bigfoot. Who's gonna believe right. them? Right. Yeah, that, that's exactly. like not a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's partly of like you know you can you can kind of weigh your weigh your options as a Bigfoot and say well. Do I go in the summer camp where there's not a lot of not a lot of people and there's kids and the kids see me like it just becomes a story, right? Man, that'd be great. I mean, if I was a, if I was a cryptic, you'd know me in summer camps. I right. would I would totally be at a summer camp. Right. I'd be playing color wars with the other Bigfoot. I mean, it'd be great. Yeah. The Bigfoot could it could be a Bigfoot summer camp. Bigfoot summer camp. You could send your kids, your Bigfoot kids to the summer camp. Right. I mean, that's 
that's that's the that's the dream. Right, living the dream. <laughs> well, there it I is. All right. Well, that's the this is season uh brand new brand new season season ten, and to be fair, like. <laughs> Like usually it's like every year or so I do a new season because we usually get like once we get up to like 10 episodes, I usually like do a new season. But we had like we've had we had a ton of episodes before I started even doing the season. So, oh, yeah, yeah we've been yeah. doing it from that's what I'm saying, like 10 years. We've been doing it at least 10 years. Probably. Oh, I'm sure, more. I, yeah, I yeah, definitely. It's definitely been more than 10 years for doing the shotcast. And this is where it's got us. I don't know if this was a strong opening for the tenth season, <laughs> but here, I mean, to be honest, like what this is what I'm. What else would you do for ten years and still be in the exact same spot as when you started? Nothing. Like, how have we failed so badly at podcasting? That's what I don't know. I, I don't know if it's fa- I don't know if it's failing. I think I I I truly don't think you know when there's a, there's a certain type of genius. That's not, never really recognized until after the fact, right? right? And people can like look back and say, actually, that was genius. Right. I think our problem is, I think we have tried to keep the shotcast so pure right. and artisanal right. that we don't have the, the ability to ramp up production. Right. You know what I mean? Like we don't, the, where's the marketing aspect of this? Have we marketed? Have we reached out to other um we don't need you that know, because we want the the product is what the product is, and that's yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, we're not. I'm not going to. I'm not. Once I get like, let's say, let's say I go on Maximum Fun, uh, pod. Like that's a whole network, right? Maximum Fun. Right. They do a lot of different, right? They're a big organization. I we let's say we get put on Maximum Fun. By the way, we're better than most Maximum Fun, uh, podcasts, episodes or shows, really. So, yeah, so we get put on that. Now we have to, like, now we've got somebody telling us what to do. We probably couldn't talk about Bigfoot for about 30 minutes or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to, you know, we now we get we get notes, network notes. That's, too much Bigfoot. That. I mean, that's probably going to be every episode. Too right. much Bigfoot. I mean, do we need that kind of thing? No. We, we have integrity. That. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the issue. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, would it would it be nice if we were on a network and we were doing this full time and we were the number one podcast, which we clearly would be right. if we had some, you know, backing? Would that be nice? Yeah, I guess that would be fine. That would be nice. <laughs> as long as the money came with it. That's Is the, I'm ta- yes, of course. As long as it didn't have to pay, you know, 100 bucks every year out of my own pocket to host the the friggin' website. I can't believe you're paying that much. I need to. St- I need to start sending you some money. That's insane. All right, that's the shotcast I mean, this week. Not, that's cast, the shotcast this week. You just said you're going to send me money. I want to end it on a okay. high note. <laughs> that's the shotcast this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast.